Welcome back to the fifth episode of Fast Breaks and Heartaches. This is Monks. I'm joined by my co-hosts, my friends, my compatriots, Dylon and JJ. And uh, we're coming to you at about mid-season at the All-Star break. When this airs, it will probably be you know, Thursday or so, uh, right, right at the All-Star break. So uh, we're just going to be wanting to talk to you about the mid-season review and uh, just everything that's happening in the NBA today. I know we haven't met for a few weeks, but uh, how are you guys doing? Any new updates in your life? Uh, I survived COVID-19. Warrior. You got COVID? Yeah, yeah I got COVID. I told Dylan while, while you were – yeah, well, you were away getting wine when I – That's true. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty brutal for like three days, and, and then it was, it was fine after that, so – I don't really know what all the hype is about COVID, but it didn't really affect me too much. <laughs> well, you're a warrior. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, where did no, you actually think for you three days? It? Like it, it really sucked. It was actually pretty horrible. Where did you think you, you know, get it? Do you think you get it after all the Super Bowl stuff? No, uh, that night was too perfect for for me to have contracted COVID nineteen from. <laughs> Um, I think we got it the next weekend when we went to Orlando and like just went to some, some random bar. And what, uh, how was all the Super Bowl stuff? Let us, uh, fill us in. Uh, I mean, it was pretty incredible. It was, uh, so what it was, was the Super Bowl after party at the aquarium with like all the players and shout out Luke Malinchuk and Kavanaugh Malinchuk because she, it like his works for like the events department for the Bucks and got his passes to this like basically the most incredible event that I've ever been to. It was in the the Tampa Aquarium downtown, like walking distance from our apartment, and it was like open bar, all this awesome food, and then like all the players showed up. Yeah, that's awesome. After so, it was a uh, pretty pretty incredible. Like we were like. And then Migos and uh, Ludacris performed, and it was like pretty small. Like it was like you know maybe like thirty yards away. Like Ludacris and Migos were performing, and like at one point, like me and Ashley were like standing right next to like Chris Godwin, and like Ashley became best friends with like Ryan <laughs> Jensen, who's the center's like like wife, and we like were like, I mean, I, I can send you a video. It's like in the video, it's like we're like standing right there next to like JPP, like Chris Godwin um like the backup quarterback like it was unreal and it was also one of those things that like i didn't think that like the players were going to be at like i thought it was just like a season ticket holder event right and then right. all of the players showed up like when we were at the bar and huh. like at one point like i was at the, the like the bar and like christian works who's like this like starting offensive lineman was behind mm-hmm. me you should not be waiting in line. Like you go ahead and be like, you just won the, you just won the Super Bowl one hour ago. <laughs> you can get food first. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. So That's yeah, awesome. definitely the coolest thing that I've ever been to or will ever go to in my entire life. So yeah, yeah. no, that's really cool. That'd be uh, yeah, that'd be a blast. I remember I saw your, I think you posted a story that you were like standing right next to Chris Godwin. Um, yeah. And I was just like, oh, man. Apparently, he's... I was being, like, really weird the whole night, too. Like, Ash is like, or, like, you're not even talking. Like, I was, like, starstruck <laughs> the entire night. <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's, that'd be seriously yeah. be such a blast. I'm so jealous. 
Yeah. It's a good time to yeah, be a Tampa, Tampa Bay sports fan right now. I guess monks being, being from Boston, being a Patriots fan. How do you, how does like that whole, how does that feel? I don't know. It's life's been great so far. And um, we're starting to feel, I feel yeah. like once Tom Brady left, it's starting a downfall. Mookie Betts left. Celtics don't look good anymore. Nope. Everything I, who doesn't taste I officially, right. I officially love Tom Brady with all my heart. Like, <laughs> like I have I have one shirt with his face on it already. Like I I need to get more shirts with Tom Brady's face on uh, it. I he, all I know is when you and you you had many arguments with me back in the day claiming Peyton Manning was better. And I'm I I hope you yeah, uh, I can can say you were stupid back then and that Take was it when off. I was young and naive. That was when I was young and naive. I'm older and wiser now. <laughs> also, I think you never believed it. You just wanted to get under my skin. No, I just like arguing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I th- there's one thing that would always get me going. It's whenever someone would claim Tom Brady's not the greatest of all time, and it just it I I, I couldn't believe it. it. Was said for so long, and I don't know. You kind of experienced what I felt after. I feel like the Falcons Super Bowl was the greatest. Just like night of my right. life, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then that, and that from that moment on, well, even the interception, I just but it was just, you know, Tom Brady's given me so much happiness in this in my life. I'll be forever grateful for him. I'll do anything he ever asked me to, if he ever needs me to do anything. <laughs> That's I funny. Mean, yeah, he literally single handedly just hand delivered me the greatest night of my life that I will ever have. <laughs> <laughs> He just served it on a platter. Well, really, it was it was Luke's sister Kavanaugh, but I mean, that's awesome. Him. I'm Kavanaugh pretty sure Tom Brady personally invited JJ Weir. He's like, I need that guy. <laughs> yeah, to my uh, to my after party that he probably didn't even show up to. No, he was there because he. I saw a picture of oh, him with amigos the next day, but I didn't. I didn't see him personally. I think there was like a like a different area that like some of the more higher profile players were. To, we're like hanging out with because as we were leaving uh with ryan jensen and his family <laughs> as we were walking out with them vita Vey pulled out in like a range rover and i definitely did not see vita Vey anywhere because he's like the biggest person on earth basically so i definitely would have noticed yeah. him yeah yeah that makes sense that's funny though that's awesome that'd be such a blast how about you dial on anything uh happened in the past three or four weeks since we've recorded uh well i'm not not much i mean the suns have uh suns have been fun to watch recently i mean they kind of started on that eight and eight you know uh the record was eight and eight a while ago and then they've i think it's they've won 14 of their last 17 or maybe 15 of their last 18 um so yeah no i mean that's that's pretty much been been what my life is all about Um, i do like uh keeping track of your twitter just from trade away the whole team to just be incredibly <laughs> yeah. happy and just yep. just yep. The, the highest I, the highest and the lowest emotions yeah. you know there's the saying never stay I'm too high never stay too low yeah. and i don't really i don't really believe in that saying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no it's it's been a rocky i think it was more so i was just frustrated at the beginning of the season because it was just growing pains um you know just trying to get everybody trying to get that chemistry and and whatnot but i mean i think now that they are what they are and it kind of does i mean obviously you guys you know it's way different for you guys who have actually won championships um but in this town where we don't we've only won one world series it's you know 
when a son's team has a 21 and 11 record or 21 and 10 record or whatever it is. That's like, you know, that's like a Super Bowl to us. So, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, everybody here is pretty excited and pretty awesome going to games and yeah, I'm pumped about it. Good. Yeah. They've been, they've been rolling. They look good. But, uh, you know, I want to, uh, get into our show. We want to just break down some of the, you know, the NBA that we've been missing the past few weeks, but I want to start off the show with kind of a topic that we did our first show on. And we, we, we talked about, can anyone beat the Lakers? Um, and I want, I just want to see what you guys think at this point. Uh, I want to see like assuming Anthony Davis is, is healthy and everyone's healthy in the playoffs. Are you taking like earlier in the season? We all said we would take the Lakers to win the championship. Are you taking Lakers or the field? right now over the past Ooh, few weeks a, and what's been happening in the NBA recently. That's a good question. And I'm taking the Lakers. Yeah, I would probably have to go with the Lakers too, unless, and the only caveat to that would be what Brooklyn does at the, um, you know, at the trade deadline, just with the buyout market, are they going to get rid of um, Spencer Dinwiddie? Um, try to get, you know, get off his contract and maybe try to get something back for him that could contribute this year. Uh, so I think that would be the only other team that I could see, but now, yeah, overall, I, I think it's the Lakers. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm, I'm taking the field and this is also, I've definitely bought into the Kool-Aid of a few teams that have been playing really well recently. Mm-hmm. I just think the jazz are so, so awesome. And uh, the nets, uh, but I think there's just, there's, you know, if the Lakers continue to just kind of, no, it doesn't look like they're going to be second in the West. They're probably going to be third or fourth if AD continues to be hurt. And you want mm-hmm. LeBron to rest at some point. So they're going to have to play some decent teams just to get through the West. So you're going to have to go through the Clippers, the Jazz, Nuggets, play well against good teams. And then, you know, you're going to have to play the best of the East. I think they're just going to have a pretty tough road. And um, I, I don't know. I think I have a I have a good feeling it's going to be the field. I think um, – so. Okay, but Just even if but like so tough to that repeat was last too. year though they had to play, it is it is tough to repeat. But that was last year they had to play like pretty tough ish teams like Blazers, like, Rockets, Heat. Okay, so Heat now is probably one like, of the, what, the like the Spurs, the Trailblazers. They played the Trailblazers last year and and dominated them. Is that going to be any different? I yeah, do think the Nugget they like they beat all these teams last season like they just manhandled them in the playoffs i do think a the nuggets aren't as good but i don't know i think it'll be interesting because i think utah will be a tough out just with their shooting and their defense but it'll be interesting to see when you get to the playoffs when the game slows down um you know and you kind of you know everybody kind of knows in the playoffs you need to have that one guy that can just get you a bucket at any time, kind of like how Anthony Davis does, how LeBron's done in the past, how, you know, Kawhi does. And it's, you know, who is that for the Jazz? Because I know Donovan Mitchell's obviously had an all-star season, but is he that guy to where he could, you know, score on a whim at any time? Like, I don't necessarily think so. So I think that's what makes me nervous about the Jazz in the playoffs. Um, and then uh, I think the, the answer is Jordan and- Clarkson. Yeah, true that is actually a great, a great point Mitchell did kind of go off uh, in the playoffs last season 
it's just I, I just like it's the jazz. I can't I can't buy into the jazz in the playoffs. Like I just I can't do it. I can't get their past team, it. Their team is like solid though. They're like good one through eight. Like they have very good players that could be starters one through eight. Maybe one through seven. they are so like they are, but you have to think about them in the playoffs and like I feel like when you look at their roster at a whole, most people love it because like you think about Rudy Gobert, but how often have we seen him just get completely played off the floor in the playoffs? So then it's like, all right, well, then you take two through seven, and it's like, I don't know how confident I am in this roster anymore. Like when it's – I don't I don't know. When you're looking at like – so without Gobert, like that lineup is Conley, Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich, and – Royce O'Neal. I think of Derek Favors. Derek Favors. I don't know. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson. Like, those guys just, they're not doing it for me against LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, it's just, I don't, uh, it's just not happening for me. Yeah, I think I'm just, I'm, I'm much more worried about the Nets. I'm, I think I'm just infatuated with them because I watched, I've watched like two of their games. So, you know, they're only on TV so much. Um, and I've just, both those games, it was a Donovan Mitchell game where Donovan Mitchell just, makes every single shot that he takes. He has that Kyrie ability to just make the game look quite easy out there um, mm-hmm. and finish at the rim quite easy. And it's, it's awesome. I love watching guys like that who like kind of small guys who can go to the rim and don't look for the fouls that just try to finish and contort their body, whatever way to finish. And I feel like he is one of those guys out in the league that can do it at a pretty high level. And when he can shoot, he's, you know, he, he's just making everything like he did in the last playoffs. Um, and they, you know, last playoffs, they were missing you know, the third best player, probably the most, one of the most important players on their team. Like Donovich. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I wouldn't say they're the number, you know, they're the number one team that can beat them, but I think it, there's a chance that the Lakers are going to be, you know, if, if they're not second, you know, they have to play the nuggets in the first round then they have to play, um, you know, then they have to play the Clippers in the second, and then they have to play the Jazz in the third, and that's a pretty tough. You know, that's th- that's a tough three three series in a row compared to last year, where there was Blazers, Rockets, Nuggets, and then Heat, which is yeah. Heat is one of the kind of the weakest Finals teams in recent memory. So, and you know, repeating a championship is pretty tough in sports. You know, you got LeBron James, who's probably one of the best motivators in the history of the sport. Um, so I'm not too worried there, but uh, you have seen AD kind of coast through this season so far, but it also could be injury. So, you know, you need AD playing like he did in the last playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I think I don't. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying like, I, I think that like, why would we not expect AD to be playing like that in, in the playoffs just because of his injury? You're saying he was playing because he wasn't playing that well all season, right? I mean, not at least what his standards were last year. So are you, you're saying he will play better in the playoffs or he will continue playing how he did? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that I think that it would be like, I, I don't, I haven't seen any reason not to expect him to play to figure it out as well as he was playing in the playoffs. Yeah. Just because he started a little slow after a two month, um, after a shortened break and then got injured. Right. Um, I'm, I'm personally not worried about that. I uh, I actually did some research, aka listened to the Zach Lowe podcast, and uh, they talked about 
um, there has never been a team that has won the NBA finals that hasn't been in the top 10 of, def- of defensive efficiency. Um, and he even cited when the heat lost to the Spurs back. And I think that was 2014, right? When they got killed by the Spurs in like five games or something, or six games I think it was the last Spurs NBA title. Um, but that Shane Battier after that game, he went, or I think it was Shane Battier, or maybe it was Ray Allen, uh, said that they knew that he knew that they weren't going to win because that they weren't in top 10 of deficient of defensive efficiency. And right now Brooklyn is 30th in the league in defensive efficiency. Um, and so I think that's where I kind of look at it and go. And that's why I say the, said the, the caveat of will the nets, who will the nets get at the deadline that might bump them up because you know that those guys, you know, KD, Kyrie and James Harden just aren't playing as hard of defense right now. Um, and so I think it'll be interesting to see a, they will pick it up and then B do they get an Andre Drummond? Do they get a, you know, JaVale McGee or whoever else is out there, is going to be out there that can kind of turn their defense around. So I think if they can get more defense, then I definitely think the, I almost think Brooklyn will be better than the Lakers. Um, but I just think that they need, you know, they still need one or two pieces uh, to figure out the defense. There's a, I think there's a chance that they're kind of coasting some of these games too, and mm-hmm. just not really trying on defense. Cause they're there. I've watched a few games when they're playing like some tough competition, they'll, they'll try on defense and then they'll, you know, they just need to get the rebound. They, they if they don't give up the offensive rebounds, they're, they're going to beat the teams. It's just kind of giving up those offensive rebounds. It's tough for mm-hmm. them because you know you the James Harden is like your second best rebounder sometimes on the floor. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I've I've seen them when they're trying on defense and they look pretty dangerous. I, I like I like the Nets a lot, but you know we're not we're not even talking about some other teams that could compete too. Uh, Bucks, 76ers. There's other teams out of the out of the East. Uh, the Knicks, of course, you know the fourth place Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their all-star Julius Randle, who I he has actually played really well this year. I've, yeah, I've liked watching him. Yeah, play. he's been pretty unreal. Um, so, all right, so we'll see how it goes with the Lakers. Um, and also, I I do I was just I was just reading that uh, part of the reason for the bad Lakers run was they were missing Schroeder as well. I didn't even I didn't realize they were missing Schroeder yeah, they, for that like yeah, they haven't had one and four run. So when you're missing AD yeah. and Dennis Schroeder, the Schroeder, yeah Schroeder, uh, that's that's tough. That's your second and third best player, and he's you know he's a pretty good player, and he's definitely important to that team. Yeah. Uh, they kind of need that score. You can uh, create their own offense. Yeah, they definitely need at least one of them as kind of the secondary punch behind LeBron. So who would you who would you guys say is your midseason MVP so far, or? Let's say who's who's your pick? Who's going to win the MVP this year? Not who's the mid mid season. Who's going to win? That's a tough one. I would probably start with Joel Embiid. I mean, I think he's just been an absolute monster all year and showed up extremely motivated, extremely in shape. I think the offseason additions that they made is it's pretty noticeable that he has a lot more room to operate out on the court. Um, and not only that, it's he's also like improved his game a lot more. He clearly put a lot of time in just like shooting like mid range jumpers and stuff. He, he, I think he's just like a more complete player um, all around. And the fact that the Sixers are first in the East, um, I think 
if the Sixers end up like as the one or the two seed, I think it's, and he keeps playing like this and, and stays healthy. I think it's going to end up being like a pretty tough argument, especially if the Nuggets stay as like the seventh seed. I think I feel like Joe Jokic is big competition right now. And I feel like ultimately, if you're a voter, how do you vote for a pretty comparable like offensive, like stats wise to Joel Embiid, but his team is in, in like the six or seven seed in the West. So I feel like it, it's them two or LeBron, right? Yeah. It's them too, LeBron. Steph has been Steph is having crazy, crazy numbers yeah. this year. Uh, yeah, but yes. he, he kind of has the same problem with Jokic, which is his team's eighth in the West. Um, so that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dylan? Uh, I would probably have to agree with JJ. I do think it'll end up being Joel Embiid, um, but I'll just play devil's advocate just for the sake of it. Um, and I could make in with that. I, I I could make a pretty strong argument for Jokic um, because they are a playoff team. And I think, you know, everybody always kind of says it's like in the MVP race, like take somebody off that, or, you know, take that one guy off that team. And what would that team be? And I think like the nuggets, if, if you took Jokic off, they would be terrible. Would be horrible. Um, I am. Go ahead. No, they're just awful when he's off the court. They're like uh, plus minus. It's just ridiculously bad. And then there'll be games where, Where they're like just in it because he's on the floor, and then they mm-hmm. take him out and they're down fifteen, and he has to come in. He has to come back in to try to revive him. Everything runs exactly. through him on offense, and he's you know he's exactly. I think he's playing pretty well on defense. Um, they don't have that much like help on like rebounding, and he's like doing pretty well on that team for defense for a guy that's touching the ball on offense every single time, and you know a pretty big dude who is kind of staying. Well, like he's you know he's always in the game he's not really remember like a few years ago when he would just like make those fouls so he could he could rest a few few minutes <laughs> like yep. he never yep. really wanted to run down the floor uh he's like in really great shape his defense almost reminds me of like prime grit and grind mark gasol on the grizzlies kind of just he's not like super athletic he's not going to block a ton of shots but he's going to be in the right place at every single Every single time, he's always going to have his hands up. He's always just going to play, like, very solid defense, and that's kind of what I've noticed. Um, but, yeah, like, back to the Nuggets. I just think – I think Jamal Murray was also a little bit of a – I think he's better – you know, like, there's guys that played really well in the bubble that just, you know, it made no sense and that they were never going to do that in, re, you know, actual NBA games, kind of like a TJ Warren, uh, you know, a few, few guys like that, kind of – you know, Tyler Harrow hasn't really, um, you know – shown up um this season but you know jamal murray just hasn't been what he was at all in that bubble um and i think that's where it goes more so into i don't think he's nearly as good as people think he is um and i think that's kind of why the nuggets are struggling so bad when they lost you know jeremiah grant um and i think it just you know it just reflects because realistically their team's not that much different other than jeremiah grant it was yeah grant um, and craig they lost Tory Craig too. too. Actually, kind of Bumley. Bumley. Oh, I guess you're right. I guess so. I guess I, yeah. I guess you're right. I take that back. But even then, like they weren't. I mean, Jeremiah Grant was obviously a huge contributor in the playoffs, and so was Tory Craig. But like, I wouldn't. You know, they weren't the the reason that the that the Nuggets made it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, I guess Jeremiah Grant might have been, but um, but yeah. So overall, I think just I do truly think that it'll be Joel Embiid. I mean, he's just playing absolutely out of his mind. Um, 
but you know, for, for argument's sake, I think, I think Jokic could get it. And I, I think it's going to be Embiid, but I think his, I think the best competitor is LeBron. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you're not, if you're not top three in your conference, you're not winning the MVP. So mm-hmm. Jokic isn't going to get there. LeBron's going to be there most likely, you know, second or second or third, maybe fourth. If the Suns can keep this up. Um, but, um, you know, LeBron has the whole, he has the narrative over everyone else uh, where everyone's yeah. pissed that LeBron hasn't won the MVP since 2014 or whatever. He also mm-hmm. has a giant media team behind him that is definitely just going to like behind the scenes push this narrative like yeah. as hard as humanly possible. Yeah. yeah. And it is totally. like, you know, if you break down all those MVPs, he doesn't really deserve any of them, but it's, it's the same thing with Russell Wilson. He's been a top three player every single year. Um, and you know, he's the best player in, in the NBA. Yeah. I don't know with Durant back. I, I, Durant looks pretty good right now, but you know, he's, it, it's just the kind of career award potentially if he gets it, uh, depends how the voters vote. Yeah. Um, in kind of a weird year where there's, um, not like, a, like Giannis going crazy for the first time or Steph going crazy for the first time. There's not really like a. Like Luca, like I feel like Luca was everybody's pick going into the season, mm-hmm. and it's Good just enough. the Mavs are bad, and yeah, like he's people are like starting to pick apart the fact that he doesn't play defense and can't shoot threes, can't shoot threes. Yeah, Dame's having a really so, good year too. He's probably I think he's you know probably top five in it. He's not going to win, but yeah. Damian Lillard is playing really yeah. nice. Their team has been and without he, Nurkic and CJ McCollum for yeah. a while, and they're fifth in the West. Yeah, yeah. Is is Dame the most underrated player of the last like four year, four seasons? Yeah, totally. I feel like he does not get talked about enough, and I feel like Steph like just like stole all of Dame's thunder for the past four seasons, but he's been like pretty incredible. Yeah, I, I completely I agree with everything. Enough hype. Yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to think of other players, but it seems I don't know. Maybe I because because it's out west, it's the Portland. You know, they're not going to get yeah. that much attention. Uh, their team, besides him, him, they don't have too many stars, or but they have great yeah. personalities. CJ McCollum's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, CJ, everybody loves Melo. And they just yeah, had Melo Anthony. They hadn't oh, really made oh, too oh. much noise in the playoffs other than that one year where they made it. I think what did they make it to the Western Conference Finals one year or did they make it to the they made it, yeah. I think that was yeah. twenty eighteen. Yeah, so that they was one game ago, but... one against the Lakers last year and won JJ and me some money. So they're they're good <laughs> in our books. They'll, they'll always be <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> that was that was basically close enough to a series win. Um Yeah. Yeah. If you win us money one time, we will bet on you for like the next five games and probably lose every single time. That's one thing. That is an absolute fact. <laughs> but you won't forget that one time. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. And then, um, so I think we, we covered our Lakers question. We got our mid-se- or mid-season MVP bet. Now, Dallin, I want to give you the floor. Um, you know, we got the All-Star game coming up. Are you going to watch the All-Star game? uh typically to be honest with you i don't really i just it's just not that fun to watch for me i think it's just kind of boring um until like the fourth quarter when they actually kind of try try hard uh are they doing last, the year, last year's game was awesome last, are they yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. 
Okay. Yes. That's good. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, so I did. I did watch last year's game just because Booker was in it. So I'll probably I'll watch this year's game just because obviously the Suns have two two guys in it. But overall, like overarching, I don't. And I and I know when we were texting about this, JJ, you kind of brought up a good point that you just don't really care about the whole. You know, you just want the twelve best players. That's going to be the most fun to watch and like everything like that. I completely agree. It was the only thing that kind of like pissed me off about Booker not getting selected initially was like, you've told it to, you know, the media has created the narrative that Booker hasn't been an all-star in the past because he didn't win. And so now it's like, okay, wait a second. You're going to give Bradley Beal, who was on the worst team in the NBA, a starter spot. You're going to give Zach Levine. You're going to give, you know, Zion. You're going to give, there's one other guy that I'm thinking of that, uh, is not on a great team that I'm totally blanking on. Um, Both Celtics. But, yeah, yeah, the whole Celtics team, you know, and now he's starting, Jason Tatum. Um, so, I don't know. I just kind of look at it that way, and I'm just like, okay, if you're going to change how you select it or how, you know, how players are selected, then, like, make it known or something like that. I guess it's just it's just kind of frustrating when, you know, Devin Booker then all of a sudden has, this, what you know, has a season like the Suns are having, and then you don't put him in. Um, and I can make the argument and obviously I'm, I'm a Chris Paul fan and everything, but I can make the argument that Booker probably should have been in over Paul. And then Paul should have probably been the injury replacement for Anthony Davis or Zion should have been the injury replacement for Anthony Davis or Anthony Davis. Cause probably, I mean, if you look at his stats, he probably didn't have an all-star season. I mean, let's just, you know, I mean, if you paid attention and like, he really just hadn't had that great of a year, um, so I don't know. It, it is what it is. His, I think overall stats, they made it. He wasn't playing up to his standards, but I think his stats were probably all-star worthy. Not his like efficiency stats, not even close. Um, I mean, I'm, I could be very well wrong on that. Um, but either way, I think the Zion thing, I mean, I was more mad about Zion. So I'm not, I, I didn't really just, blink He just needs to about, go to the East. He just needs to go to the East. Who's Zion or no, Booker? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's not happening. Um, so is no, this is second. Is this is second straight. Uh, second straight injury because of injury replacement. Yes. So really, so that's why I look at him. Like, you can't. You can't tell me that Devin Booker is technically a zero time All Star. Like from the initial <laughs> selections, like that is just blasphemous. I'm, like I can definitely. Argument. In Go ten ahead. years from now, when we're having some hypothetical argument about Devin Booker versus some shooting guard, I'm definitely subtracting two all-star games from from his total count when we're yeah see we're well that's and that's what's frustrating about it is it's like you know like yeah he's an all-star that's great like technically on you know, his record books he's gonna it's gonna say he's an all-star but it's like there's an asterisk next to it because it's an injury replacement no, i just think no i feel what? like nobody like really who like probably i, I, I feel right. like, I feel probably like no, nobody cares no, nobody's gonna care yeah Probably to Suns fans, we're going to care just because, like, in our minds, there's an asterisk. Like, we almost felt like, you know, like what, you know, almost slighted by it. Um, yeah. But eight, I think realistically, overall, our games, nobody's going to look back and say, well, actually, in 2020 and 2021, he was a, he was only in because <laughs> of injuries. I can guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. No, you're totally right. Nobody you're is totally saying right. It'll literally just be us or probably just me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but no, overall, I honestly like I do truly think that the all star selections were pretty accurate. I, you know, I do think Sabonis probably should have been in it on the on the east um, side. But oh, it was Vucevic was the other one that I was thinking of. Um, Vooch, don't be hating on my boy Vooch. 
but even then, like Vooch has had like an incredible year. So that's why, you know, every other year he's probably an all-star and, you know, it's just, you know, people kind of brought it up, but it's just, there's a lot of really, really good stars in the league right now. And no matter what, like there was going to be people that, um, you know, that, that were snubs, you know, or, or felt that they were snubs. So, you know, it is what it is, I guess, you know, two Suns players are in, so I can't really complain, but was frustrating originally. <laughs> yeah, as a Celtics fan, I kind of almost feel embarrassed that the Celtics got two players in. Um, I think they're probably worthy of the all-star selection. I think Jalen Brown 100% is. Tatum is kind of like he probably is having an all-star season, but he's just not really playing up to the caliber that he should be playing. He's also Tatum, and it's the All-Star game, and yeah. you just, just put Tatum in the All-Star game. Yeah. That's, yeah. How, that's how I view the All-Star game. It's like, I just want the awesome young players mixed with, like, the awesome old veterans, so it's like, the fans get a view, you know, like, like all the stars are, mm-hmm. like, very visible, and it, like, draws in the average fan. That, that's what I care the most about. Yeah. All NBA team is where I'll, like, get picky about who deserves this, because those are, like, mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm going back and like looking at players, I, I feel like I care more. I feel like that in my mind, at least probably only my mind is what defines their legacy. The most is like they're yeah. all NBA selections. Do they, yeah. well, do they also kind of determine also, that's contracts the whole with the all NBA? So? Yeah. All that, NBA. That kind of put, um, yeah. They can be I the think, super think, max or whatever. Yeah. I forget, yeah. I forget the rules for all that shit. Um, I think that's what it is. So as long as you're on the all, all NBA team, you get the super max. Okay. All right. So we got our all-star game recap. Looks like Steph is playing in a three-point or is doing the three-point contest. So that should be fun, kind of. Um, I still, I'm, I'm kind of surprised they're even doing the all-star game. Just uh, yeah, I can't believe they're we're, doing we're putting it. all our stars in the league in one location, and they're pr- probably going to go out in Atlanta. And there's one also, person that could yeah. potentially. In Atlanta too, which is has incredibly lax uh, COVID restrictions. Yeah, it's just like oh, we could yeah. could potentially sideline all like all the stars on the East for the next like two weeks. I don't I don't know. I just feel like the risk reward, and also the players are just not about it at all. For the most no, part. I think I think they were fine to like make all star selections, make people actual all stars, but there's just no reason to have the game. I think it's stupid, but whatever. Money money talks. Yeah, if all the players get COVID and then they can't play for like three weeks, I'm actually going to be kind of pissed. Yeah, I will really be really pissed. I'm going to write a strongly worded essay to Adam Silver. <laughs> yeah. So I think we covered, you know, some of the most of the things that I wanted to bring up. Do you guys have any uh, more uh, thoughts on the NBA for the from the past few weeks? Um. Mm, no. Dylan, we might have listened to the same Zach Lowe podcast, but he was talking about where Blake Griffin might end up. And oh, yeah. Like, I think Blake Griffin landing spot would be. You guys have any thoughts on Phoenix? Blake Griffin, Phoenix, yeah. I think that's actually only, perfect. We need another big. The only free agent I'm concerned about is Isaiah Thomas. Somebody needs to sign Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> that man is still begging on Twitter. He is. Any days he is. just to be signed by any team. And I don't understand how he's not good enough to play in the NBA. Like defense doesn't matter anymore. Just like 
Cavaliers sign him. You have nobody that can score on that team besides he's got, that. He's got to get into the, the G League Ignite. <laughs> I don't know. He played pretty well in that. Actually, he played pretty well in the first. He played in the FIBA uh, for the United States. He played pretty well in the first game. Uh, he, I think he went like six from eight from three or something. It was pretty nice. And then the second game, he didn't well, play that well. But is there anything that's about that. interesting on that team? Um, Joe, Brandon Joe Bass Johnson. was on the team. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Uh, on the team. Yeah. All right. But that, that kind of covers our NBA for the week. We're going to hit you with an ad uh, from one of our uh, trusted sponsors, and then we'll uh, be right back. So people have been asking uh, JJ Dallon and me how we were able to start a podcast and what platform we're using. We're using Anchor, uh, A-N-C-H-O-R, and it's probably the easiest way to make a podcast nowadays. One, it's completely free, which is awesome because I'm kind of cheap. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I do it on my computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So I just upload it to Anchor and then it distributes on Spotify and Apple um, and other platforms. I don't really know of any other platforms. But and you can make you can make money on your podcast somehow. Right now with this recording, if people listen to it, apparently I can make money. I'm not going to tell Dylon and JJ about it if we do make money, but you know, we'll see if it happens. You know, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, you know, if you are just an average dude who wants to get your opinion out like us, uh, download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. It's pretty easy. It's actually incredibly easy. I could do it. So try it out. All right, welcome back to Fast Breaks and Heartaches. And we're going to be doing our first big three in quite a while. I know uh, a lot of our fans were really missing out on the big three. Kind of upset that we haven't done one in a bit. So um, this, is a this week like we, this we're going to combine, you know, our NBA knowledge with our bachelor knowledge. It's things that we, I think all three of us would consider we're pr- pretty much experts on um, for both topics. So we're going to be doing the big three of NBA players we'd like to we'd like to be the bachelor. <laughs> so we might've stolen this from another something else, but let's not think about that. It's our own original idea for now. Not important. Not important. So, you know, who would we like to host the bachelor? Has there ever been like a celebrity bachelor? I don't think so. No. How's that not been a thing? I feel like that should be know, a thing. I'm only on season two of my bachelor fandom. Yeah. But <laughs> expert. <laughs> expert yeah <laughs> but you know this would be you know first you know nba celebrity you know this is a great crossover could be, bring multiple fan bases through the bachelor it's it would be a hit and also the bachelor is taking some bad media attention right now kind of needs uh to bring in some positive light so it should bring in nba players because nba is like the big like the best sports league and, and yeah. since oh uh, they just filled the host but it could just be us three as the host of The Bachelor. Oh, I would love to be the host. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> yes, I might be crying with the girls. It would be honest. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> How could Matt do that? Monks would just be hitting on all the girls. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> hey, might need a shoulder to cry on. I'll be there. <laughs> all right, but JJ, I want to go to you first. You're going to be – who is your LeBron James? Your KG? Ooh. 
This is okay. So I have some funny ones. I have some ones that I actually think would be really good since this is the LeBron of our big three. I'm going to go with LeBron James as, as the bachelor. <laughs> LeBron would be, would be. This would be hilarious for a variety of reasons. Uh, like how many one, corny things he would say? Literally. He's basically the corniest person. He, he basically walks around he basically is like living the bachelor right now but just not in like a romantic sense like everything he says is basically like could be a bachelor quote like if you just like correlate it with real life like everything he says is basically like (laughs) fake like it means nothing yeah he would be awesome also since since he's an an alcoholic he would just drink way too much wine at like all of like the social (laughs) gatherings Every single day, it's just a trip to a winery. Yeah. Yeah. No, LeBron would be awesome. Also, he's LeBron is probably the biggest, could be the biggest star in the world. Just imagine if you just had the most famous person in the world. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great for Bachelor Nation. Yeah, Yeah, it'd be great for Raidens. LeBron is hilarious. (laughs) Like, subjectively. I I would love that so much. He would just, like, he would just pull out some of the corniest lines of all time. All right, Dylan, you're, uh, you're LeBron James. Okay, my LeBron James. Um, man, it's a tough choice. Um, I'm going to go with the, with the crowned official, unofficial quote. Not, that's not for me. Hottest guy in the league. I'll go with Kelly Oubre. I think, uh, I think oh, the girls would be all over him. Yeah, he's uh, definitely the hottest guy in the league. There's probably yeah. there's no close second. Yeah, that's funny that you said quote, <laughs> quoted who said it, but yeah. it's JJ yeah. Weir who says it all the time. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's actually all we talk about. <laughs> yeah. JJ yeah, just texts me uh, randomly at 3 a.m. Dude, Kelly Oubre is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh JJ, why are you still up? <laughs> I'm uh, watching the game. <laughs> I guess they uh, are on the West Coast. <laughs> that's funny but yeah no i think i think it'd actually be pretty funny <laughs> um so yeah I, I think that'd be hilarious i think the girls would yeah. be all over him. Yeah, but by all accounts really cool dude too yeah he you is. Know, he's, he's a he's a beloved teammate yeah he he's, is cool dude like his clothing, clothing line yeah his clothing line yep, like dope really soul cool clothes that i would never ever be able to pull off or wear <laughs> <laughs> that's like <laughs> I've been eyeing Russell Westbrook's clothing apparel for a long time. No, I could <laughs> never. I could never. But I no, love Russell no. Westbrook so much. <laughs> there is not one so article of clothing too. that Russ has worn in the last 10 years that any of us could ever try on. He has like, I'm pretty sure he has like the biggest clothing line out of all of them, but it's like, it all, it, it's like work suits. Like, it's like, like jumpsuits. <laughs> like uh, you're working on a yeah. car. That's like all his clothes. It's just like a Tarzan costume. (laughs) (laughs) I love Russell Westbrook. All right. uh, I'm going to go with my, my, my Devin Booker of the big three. Is he, would you say, say he he is or Chris Paul? Uh, I'd have to say Devin Booker is just because like, this is his town. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, this is his place. So yeah. My Devin Booker is uh, Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma would be hilarious. I think it would be awesome, like during when you bring in like a, you know, your father to like give opinions. They actually just bring LeBron in. (laughs) (laughs) 
it would be awesome. <laughs> just him being disappointed in Kyle Kuzma for some sort of reason. <laughs> also, I was reading. I was reading online. Apparently, Kyle Kuzma slid in the DMs of multiple bachelorette bachelor contestants. Like it's just kind of what he does. So he's he's, he's already kind of so many girls. Yeah. No, he definitely has. But you know, yeah. he. I feel like Kuzma is a. Kuzma would be pretty funny. Good, good. Uh, a good personality. Yeah, he would be good. All right, All right. JJ, are we snaking it or are we going back, JJ? Okay, mm, yeah. that's a tough one. Okay, I think my Dwayne Wade of the Bachelor would probably have to be James Harden <laughs> for several <laughs> reasons. One, he definitely like just would not. I feel like he's the kind of person who just like looks like he doesn't care about anything all the time. So it would be really hilarious to have him in that like environment and having to like to like force interactions that he just like clearly doesn't care about. Also, I don't even know what his like personality is. Yeah, exactly. He's just like like so low key. And also, I think it would be hilarious for like you know how they like try to make pretend like the bachelor plans the dates. (laughs) <laughs> like James Harden like it's just every day it's at a strip club <laughs> like, it's like clearly all he wants to do is go party <laughs> so I think that would be like absolutely hilarious <laughs> I would just like to get to know James Harden more I would like him on the show that'd be yeah cool. and every single girl would have to pretend like they're like they love his giant beard that like is clearly would probably be really uncomfortable if you're a girl Oh, you'd have to make out with all the girls friends. and just make out with the beard all the time. <laughs> it's tough. So gross. So yeah, I like I like James Harden. I think mostly just for Kai, I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> funny. Um, all right. So my let's see, my what is this? Paul Pierce, my Chris Paul, my Dwayne Wade. Um, I will do Joel Embiid. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good one. He's on my list. Yeah, we know that he's slid into the DMs of Rihanna. We know that he's <laughs> hilarious, always, you know, funny on Twitter, funny in all of his interviews. So I just think like he'd just be a blast. I think everybody would fall in love with him. Um, you know, I think I don't know why girls wouldn't like him. I think he'd, you know, I think he'd be I think he'd be awesome. So yeah, I think I think he'd be my second choice. Yeah, yeah, and also awesome. he'd get to say trust the process the entire time. Oh my god, he'd yeah. just say it throughout the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> girls are yelling at him like, "Why'd you sleep with that other girl?" Just trust the process. Like, trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. <laughs> Nature of the show. <laughs> night, night one. Night one. <laughs> These guys would give no fucks. Yeah, they would not. And it'd just be hilarious because you'd just be so much taller than everybody else too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like good luck good luck finding a single girl that doesn't like just look absurd on camera next to joel and like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right my uh my number two my number two uh my oh who's the number two on the nets james harden that's no, a tough one he's, he, he's a lebron no <laughs> so you're saying kd's <laughs> number two <laughs> yeah 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 all right my kd is uh I actually like a lot of mine. Um, I don't know if I'm going serious or kind of funny. I'm going to go Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons would be pretty good at it. He's dated, I think he, he dated like Kendall Jenner. Like he's yeah. kind of, 
kind of has that public lifestyle. I'm pretty, I've heard that he's. Did pretty... I tell you guys? Did I tell you guys that I saw Ben Simmons last week? When? Where? I saw Ben Simmons and Dwight Howard as I guess they were in town playing the Raptors, and we were walking the Riverwalk, and <laughs> we just like we just like walked by them, and they were in their mass, and they were like ten feet away from us, and there wasn't really anybody like around them. And I was just like, oh my God, like Ashley, that's Ben Simmons and Dwight Howard. Like we just, <laughs> we just walked right by them. They were I'm probably sure the two biggest. Yeah, I'm sure it was them. They were the two biggest people I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> I don't know. Dwight Howard's not the most recognizable dude, dude. He's only like seven feet tall. Yeah. And well, I was actually shocked that Ben Simmons was taller than Dwight. Dwight Howard's actually only 6'10, fun fact. Yeah. yeah like ben Sim- don't they say Ben Simmons is like 6'10? I don't think he's less. Ben Simmons looked taller than Dwight, but I was. It was just like like we walked by this restaurant called Sale Pavilion, which is like very close to the Amelie Arena, which is where like the Raptors have been playing, and they were just like standing there, like just Dwight Howard and Ben Simmons, and I was like, oh my god, that's Dwight Howard and Ben Simmons, like they're fucking (laughs) fungus. I can just imagine you like walking with Ashley, just like, (laughs) oh my god, oh my god. Like they had their mouth. I don't want to like go say anything, but I was just like, oh my god, that's like literally them. <laughs> hey guys, too. Hey, you guys want to? You guys want to come on my podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. What the hell? Yeah, you you've had multiple opportunities to invite celebrities under our podcast, and you're just uh, you're blown I, I officially just I choke way too hard. I'll, I'll that that <laughs> that Bucks after party. I was a shell of myself. I was so starstruck. Like. <laughs> All right, JJ, your um, your Kyrie Irving. My Kyrie Irving. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with Lamelo Ball, only for the reason kind of what you mentioned earlier. I like when they bring the fathers in and hometowns, then uh, Lavar comes in, and any <laughs> instance for me to get more Lavar Ball in my life, like I'm all about it, and just he would just pick. He, Bigger platform. He would pick who who Lamelo goes with, right? Can we just get Lavar as the Bachelor? <laughs> yeah, screw all these NBA players. Let's just skip his, skip his kids. Yeah, let's just Lavar Ball Bachelor. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> um. All right. So let's see. My and then also I think and also just back to Lamelo. I think that Lamelo wouldn't be that bad because he's got his like reality TV show that he's been on. So yeah, he's so like he's used to being it. like in front of the camera and stuff. Yeah, totally. I actually, a good point. Nah, mostly it's for Lavar. He was on my list. Um, all right, so my Kyrie Irving, even though if Kyrie Irving knew that we had him as number three in this, he'd be pissed. Um, I will do kind of a different one, but I kind of going with Monks. Like, I think this would be just hilarious, but having Kawhi Leonard be the bachelor, I think would be <laughs> <laughs> one of the funniest experiences. And it's like, who knows? You could surprise us. Like maybe he comes out of his shell and actually, and actually talks, but I feel like it would just be hilarious to like have all these girls in their little interview room being like, uh, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> you know, we're like, just, you know, like, we literally just sat there for 15 minutes and he did not talk to me at one, at one time. Uh, that would be so funny. Just yeah. imagine all these guys, these girls, like giving their life story and how they're vulnerable and how they're like, how they're like, and he's just like stone face staring at them the entire time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he does right. his little weird yeah. laugh. 
the amount of like staring that would go on would just be so hilarious. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Kawhi's a great choice. Really He's on my, yeah. He was on my list too. We, I think we had pretty similar trains of thought. All right, my 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 Kevin Love. Um, my Kevin Love would be. <laughs> it's definitely. It's a little. You would have to kind of switch it up because you're not really looking for a wife. You're looking for a third girlfriend. But Lou Williams. Is doing the bachelor <laughs> for just another girl. The bachelor. <laughs> if people don't know, Lou Williams has two girlfriends who are totally cool with being in a uh, a poly relationship with him. Um, so I feel like you know if there's two, if they're fine with just them two, I feel like you got to be fine with a third girlfriend too. Um, so that would be awesome. And, and Lou Williams is is definitely funny. Yeah. And you know how Probably you know how five, five coolest people in the NBA. You know how these like last two seasons of The Bachelor have all been at like one hotel or like one central location. If they just did it at that strip club in Atlanta that he went to, where <laughs> Magic <laughs> City, the, the central where everybody was at, everybody was hanging out at. Yeah, Magic City. <laughs> this might actually be more of an MTV show. Uh, yeah, I, I think we're I think we're onto something here. <laughs> yeah. Another version of Flava Flav, or have like a J.R. Smith in there. I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah, J.R. Smith. Anyone we miss? Uh, let's see. All the rest of my list. Uh, I had Rudy Gobert, so he'd just give all the girls COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We get herd immunity. We just have Rudy Gobert going (laughs) date. Patrick Beverly, uh, Javale. <laughs> Patrick Beverly would be absurd on The Bachelor. <laughs> he just like says the most ridiculous shit. Uh, I like to Taco imagine that he would be super intense. <laughs> yeah, like just like very like scary, like yelling at them, like <laughs> and like the little competitions and screaming up, run, run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like if they do like you know how they do like those like athletic competitions. Like yeah, just yeah. like randomly, like he just wouldn't be able to contain himself, and I'll just join and just like destroy all the girls. <laughs> be pretty cool. a, a seriously, uh, yeah. actually, good one, just because he's a he's like a, a very personable dude. Tobias Harris is like yeah, yeah. genuinely funny. Uh, and, nobody, uh, uh, nobody said Bobin or Bobon. Bobin, yeah. Bobin is great because he's like obviously, like objectively, like one of the funniest looking people ever. And like not in a handsome way, but like all the girls would have to pretend that like he's attractive. Yeah, that would that would kind of that'd be pretty out, funny dude. to watch that play out. Yeah. We find out if height is like more important than looks. Yeah, because he has about plenty of height. Girls look super small. <laughs> I had I had uh, but, Joe Ingles for kind of the same reason, just because he's like kind of like an uh, on the ugly side. Like he's like not really that like attractive of a person. So like this looks like a middle aged. <laughs> white for yeah. guy in his 40s <laughs> yeah just like a janitor or something <laughs> all right so that was our big three um we'll be you know we'll be coming back with many more big threes over the week but now since we were bringing up the bachelor we just want to you know i know people have been missing our bachelor takes over the past few weeks and we're sorry for not being too reliable with that but uh, we want to just break down some of the things uh, that we might have noticed over the past few weeks in The Bachelor. Uh, I have to say, I think the season kind of sucks. I'm, you know, yep. I've, watched, I've watched every episode, so I'm committed. But, you know, it's just 
every episode is just kind of about stupid drama most of the time not the last like three i guess but uh before that it was just i don't know i just watched episode this week nine the yesterday monday Mm -hmm. uh, march 1st was the episode and they showed all these like cut scenes and deleted scenes that they didn't show and there was like a million dates that they didn't air and i was like this was actually fun content this is people falling in love and like discovering each other and they didn't show this and they just showed like girls like being mean to each other instead so that's my opinion of the bachelor over the past few weeks yeah i think it's been a rough i think it's been a rough few weeks for the bachelor uh franchise as a whole i think just with all the you know that chris harrison kind of making all those comments and just all the other kind of racism and like things that have like come into play with the show i mean it's just been it's been awful and i kind of feel bad for the guy uh that matt james or whatever i kind of feel bad because it's like i feel even though i don't think he's a i don't think he was ever meant to be in this role like i don't think he should have been i just don't think he's like that you know he's almost like a Kawhi leonard <laughs> like he just doesn't really talk that much and he's just not like a super fun you know dude um but i do just feel bad for him because like he's a, he, he does seem like obviously a really nice guy and just like a really good person but um it just kind of feels like this yeah. entire season has just been like, you know, girls bullying other girls, uh, you know, finding out that girls are, you know, racism or racist back in the day. And, you know, just all this different stuff. And it's just, I don't know. I think the whole thing's just not a great look. I think they were trying to go for like the, you know, uh, you know, trying to go for, you know, having a, having a, you know, African-American bachelor and all that stuff. And then I feel like it's just kind of like, went right back into their face and not that i think that it was like wrong for them to do that i think it's just like too bad i think that it could have gone um you know much better but yeah i think i completely agree these these last couple episodes have just been like not good at all and um last night's was just like he's just like a very real person he's like he's clearly like i don't i don't know why he ever signed up to do this show like it doesn't really make sense to me just because he's best friends with uh tyler What's his name? Tyler Cameron. And I don't know. But yeah, like you're t- uh, yeah I, I just I don't understand why he, he was. I was. It's hilarious when he's like having like intimate conversations with them. And he's just like clearly like not paying attention to what they're saying. Like, yeah, he just got the same look at his face for like every single one where he's just like, I don't care what this what this person is saying. But some of these <laughs> like, definitely go ahead. I was just going to say some of these deleted scenes. He's like, he actually seems like a normal person in these ones. Mm-hmm. that didn't air. Really? It was like him joking around with them and like kind of being funny every now and then and i was like oh like why did they ever show this like they don't show any of the real shit they just show this like kind of scripted like uh format. out of all the bachelors i feel like he's probably the one that you like i probably want to hang out with yeah i agree yeah i, I agree. feel like i'd be i would be down to hang out with matt james in real life not the last guy pete no total squid was the, that peter never, guy i never want to hang out with that guy yeah. I do want to go over some of the things that Matt James has said that are legitimately like the worst quotes ever, uh, which I kind of find <laughs> hilarious, but also I'm a little worried about just like him to Abigail. Abigail was awesome. Very like sweet, awesome girl. But when he said, when she was like, like, why didn't you like, like, why didn't we have a one-on-one? We didn't get a chance to know each other. And he was basically, he said, I was so comfortable in our relationship that I felt comfortable exploring other relationships. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, that's like the one. worst, that was like the worst quote ever. And then also there's been multiple girls now. Bree has done it. Um, 
there's been multiple girls that have said like i'm falling in love with you or i love you and he's like thank you yeah <laughs> thank yeah. you for telling me <laughs> yeah. so he's just yeah. now i'm never i'm never telling someone i love them first ever again because i'm afraid that's gonna kit, happen kit played the bachelor as well as humanly possible oh my he god clearly <laughs> was just on it for like publicity and then she's just like nope i'm out i know i'm not gonna win this like i, I just don't think that this is right for me and then she left like right like she you c- could not play the bachelor any better than what she did yeah it's I a mean, good how move. they even let how they even let a 21 year old on the show to begin mm-hmm. with is like ridiculous because i mean she was never going to be into it but yeah no she played that show like a fiddle um you know had just <laughs> swooped right in for a few weeks got her show time you know wasn't bad by any means like she wasn't one of the girls that was bullying everybody else or anything like that i know she made a few comments but like you know she's escaped from this whole thing pretty pretty well um so yeah no it's it's just been a weird season and it's it's obvious like which girls he really likes too and which he doesn't i think that rachel kirk connell girl the girl that um you know they seem like they're you know far away you know the 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 power couple or the you know i think she's like the in the lead now and it's just you can like see it on his face when he's with the other girls that he's just not interested in them at all so i think that's just kind of awkward but that just know. gets me upset though because michelle is way cooler than yeah she is so like Serena P was cool oh Bree's cool too i forgot no Bree's cool but i like he just i think michelle he like actually enjoys but like like, like i don't think he's like there with her yet Mm-hmm. Bree, he like legit. He told like Bree was the one like I'm falling in love with you, and he's like, yeah, thanks. I don't feel that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like if he says that when she's a final three, like there's no way that she, he's gonna pick her. But yeah. Rachel, that was the one where um, her like hometown was a disaster, right? Yeah. Y- yes. Right? Yeah. And her like, well, that was her dad was like, like why are you gonna marry be like, yeah, she's just... definitely not ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is like a very reasonable take. That's why it's just like imagine LeVar Ball as that dad. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me that that wouldn't be the greatest television of all time. Yeah. It's actually I did ridiculous love the, there hasn't uh, been a celebrity bachelor. I don't like Yeah, it is kind of it is kind of crazy. Well, I know well, I guess he's not a celebrity. It's not like he's an athlete, but I think wasn't Aaron Rodgers' brother on one of these shows? Yeah, Bachelor. Yeah, yeah I think so. So I mean I get but you know, he doesn't really count. Um, what was I just going to say? Um, oh yeah, I did love the, uh, the little two on two basketball game uh, during, uh, during Michelle's date. I did. I did love that. That made me definitely like want to want her to be, want her to win. I, I, I didn't see that. How was, how did Matt, Matt's jumper look? Did he shoot? She, she played uh, really well. She could shoot. She's really good. And her mom's really good. Her mom definitely her sucked at defense. Was not trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just gave him a wide open lane every time. Her dad uh, was such a pleasant person, just this like really nice guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, he did. He was awesome. And I guess I was something somewhere that was like that his that dad's voice should be on the Calm app, where you know it just puts people to sleep. That's <laughs> 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 yes, totally. So, uh, yeah, like luckily, don't season like the Bachelorette. Bachelor, I can't even say the fucking word, but doesn't it come out like in a few, like a month or two afterwards, anyways? Aren't they aired like back to back throughout the year, or is it like two every year? I think, uh, I don't know. I don't even think they've named the next Bachelorette, so it can't be like coming up quick, but they probably are like starting to record it 
Did you see? I think it's a show one, yesterday. I think it's they were one year to... because last season's was like ended around the same time. So I always hey, thought that it was two Tasha. a year and then like a Bachelor in Paradise in between. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. I, like I didn't watch the season, but uh, Tasha or Tasha, I can't. I I've only seen her name. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think that was just like in the fall, wasn't it? Yeah, so I think there's there's yeah. one each a year. There's the bachelor. They play one season of the Bachelor, one oh, season yeah, of yeah. the Bachelorette per year. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, so that's two seasons meant. like Bachelor, Bachelorette, and then I think there's the Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. Yeah, but it did Which seem the like on yesterday's show they were kind of like narrowing down who might be the Bachelor, Bachelorette. Fuck, I can't say the word. Um, yeah. And it was like it was because they they interviewed. <laughs> They interviewed uh, <laughs> Katie, Abigail, and Piper. You know, so it seems yeah. like it might be one of those. Things. I think it should be if it's Michelle. I'm applying for that show. <laughs> Out of those three, I think Piper would be the best Bachelorette. I think I thought Piper was cool. Well, She's yeah, just Katie, like... but I thought Katie like already it was like definitely not going to be it. I don't know. Uh, I think she said that. Well, because I thought the. I don't know, I could be wrong, but I thought that the rumor was that they announced her at, like, at that woman tell all thing that was last night. But I don't think that, so I think that's what she was saying no to. Like, no, I'm definitely not the Bachelor. They did not announce me as the Bachelorette at the woman tell all. But I, I really don't, I have no idea. The only thing with Piper is she's, like, 23. Like, why are these, why do we have these, like, super young, like, people? Yeah, I think she's still in grad school. Yeah. No, you uh, like I want people that have like dated for years and have given up on love and are trying to do the show as a last resort. No, yeah. that was the Bachelorette in the last season. What was her name? Uh, Tasha. Tasha. No, Tasha. the one before oh, her. No, the yeah, who was like, <laughs> yeah. who was like forty and just went psycho on all of the like the contestants every show and then just like married, like married a guy after a week. Yeah, now they're divorced. Like that's exactly what happened with her. <laughs> she had given up on love, just immediately sucked with some guy, got divorced like two months later. We have to talk about the fact. We have to talk about the fact that last night they brought up the whole like Matt James kissing all these girls with his eyes open. And he literally said that he had no idea that kissing with your eyes open was a no-no. I cannot believe that i mean like do you live under a fucking rock <laughs> i mean like seriously i mean that is ridiculous how do you not know that you are not supposed to kiss with your eyes open? or i will say eyes? i didn't i didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> i will say i'm always nervous when i am kissing a girl which is very not too often but when I'm doing it, like sometimes I'll like keep my eyes open and then I'll be like, oh, I got to close them because I'm scared that they'll open their eyes and then see that I'm looking at them. You know, like I I've done like squinting to where like you can see like a little bit, but like you're not, you know, like you, but he has his full eyes. open. I've done <laughs> yeah, one eye right. open. I've done eye patch. I've, done, <laughs> I've, done, I've, done I've never tried eyes open. <laughs> see, this is the problem. He, yeah. I think Matt James is just a very good looking guy who's might have just done this forever and no girl like has ever told him because he's just a really good looking guy and the girl's like pumped to be making out with him or something yeah they just don't care that's why he needs to humble himself and not be so good looking you know that's what (laughs) I do
right. But that was our bachelor breakdown. We'll uh, we'll be back with you when we uh, find out the winner. Who's everyone's pick? Quick, Rachel. I got to stick with Bree because uh, all right, you're my big you're three of, uh, early season. Yeah. I got was Michelle in your big three. Yeah, it was it was Damn. Bree and Katie and somebody random was my third. You had Piper yeah. actually. Did I really? I was actually yeah. just thinking that, but I didn't want to say it no. because I had Piper, okay, Steph, one of your Sarah girl, and Abigail. All my who girls left after Sarah like, the girl. What did you say? Who was the, the Sarah? Sarah's the one that left. Like, remember, there's all that drama at the beginning when she like came remember into a makeup blue state. Uh, and then she left the one that had got makeup on Matt James's nose. Oh yeah, remember that? That was tough. That was tough. Yeah, yeah, tough look. Tough look. We 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 didn't talk about them bringing that random girl in for like twelve minutes. Poor thing. <laughs> well, you know it was yeah. funny. And I was re- doing some reading about the Bachelor before the show. He definitely yesterday during the Women Tell All. Heather, you know that random girl was on the Women Tell All, and they never aired her. So yeah. <laughs> there's, there's just the, like she, she was sitting there. There's like a shot of her sitting with all the girls and then they never show her. So there's like, why was she there? Like, so she either said yeah. something really bad or something and they just didn't, they cut her out or they just like are tired of her and just want to cut her out completely. I don't know. That could have been hilarious. And it just kind of, there was no point to that whole situation at all. They just kind of bullied that girl into like showing up and like telling Matt that she wants to be with him. And then Matt's like, no, get out. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah. That's why this show needs LeBron James to come save it. <laughs> LeBron James, uh, Kyle Kuzma, Lou Williams. LeVar. Honestly, any of these people are way better than than Matt James or Pilot Pete. Yeah, I was thinking if we could go historical, I was gonna say Yao Ming. <laughs> Someone who just like barely speaks English. Or Charles Barkley would have been awesome in The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. Charles Barkley would be great. It should strictly be people that are over seven feet tall, just for the <laughs> views. Yeah. <laughs> Dirk. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening to our fifth episode of Fast Breaks and Heartaches. We'll be back to you. We'll be back in a few weeks to uh, well, you know, break down more NBA once and week, uh, like come back promised. with <laughs> yeah i think we originally said every week which yeah. that is, i might need to change the bio in our podcast uh, thing but <laughs> yeah. a little too difficult <laughs> but you know over promise under under deliver that's my motto so <laughs> but we're just over we're just over preparing three weeks to prep for these episodes so <laughs> <Not> much research <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. to logging hundreds of hours of games <laughs>